jacked up, yes. trying to just rip every joint out of your socket. And when he has you're... nerve damage to the one side smaller than the other. So <laughs> his little fucking body <laughs> smaller than the other. <laughs> okay, so if you guys miss this, um, uh, during Battle Dome, which is '98 to 2001, I was doing the TV show for Fox, and then I met Terry Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were cross-promoting, and we, we were fighting the WCW guys. We'll go on there, and then we'd bring okay. them on gotcha. our show. Yeah, yeah. So we got to do both. And then, Just uh, kind of getting eyes yeah. from both both yeah. fan perspective, yeah. sure. And then the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor. Um, <laughs> okay. Red Rooster. Red Rooster, probably one of the greatest gimmicks of all time, <laughs> next to Rockabilly. Rockabilly. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he got me over there. Um, and he sent me off to camp down in Atlanta, Georgia, and I went to camp. Okay, tell me about the camp. Dude, it's, it was brutal. Like, they just run people off. They just put people in there just to beat them up and run them off. Now, let me say this. So, so Terry goes, when you come in here, and again, I was always American Gladiator, but, sure. baller, but I was also at martial arts and judo and competed. Mm-hmm. So I was always willing to do whatever. Sure. And so I was psyched and ready to do whatever. Mm-hmm. So my only idea of, or perspective of camps was that so they run you the ropes until they're bruised i did that yeah went through it no and, problem. and that gets better like when you first do something you've never done before it's just like austin like the, he's never run the ropes and i he was it looked like i beat him to death yeah it's just the it's the way but after like once you do it it doesn't happen anymore right. people go well i'm not gonna do this because that'll i don't want that all the time and i go it's just your body is not one your body's not used to hitting cable things right. and then it's not used to pounding on like our bodies weren't made to bounce off the floor right like you know because everybody of course it's a trampoline it's really cushy yeah well you do that for about 25 minutes a night every night for 300 days out of the year and then you let me know how that works out for you i love I can, <laughs> you can i love your approach though because i think i was definitely mentally ready for it because when i did it i was like yeah i got this and i i, I expected worse and then we were doing this, and this is my first time in camp. Mm-hmm. And then you got the other guys that are there, and, and they start talking smack. And I go, guys, you're talking smack, but I'm staying with you, and it's my first time here. So let's yeah. chill on the smack talk. It's not working. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the biggest part is the mindset that you go in there with. A lot of those guys like will go in there with the mindset of, how hard can this be? It's wrestling. It's phony. It's whatever it right, is. Right, right. Like, when you go to camp, there ain't nothing phony about that. No. And if you go in there with a mindset going, okay, I'm going to take on everything that they give. Like, a lot of people don't go in there. They just go in there with, I'm going to go through this. And once they get punched in the mouth or something, they're done. Or you do, like, a thousand squats and they go, well, this isn't part of it. Well, yes, it is. Because your training and the physicality of what we do, although as whatever... It's still physical. It's still, it's like me and you just going out here and just fighting around and just playing around. If you're not, if you're not athletic, if you're not, if you don't not, if you're not tuned up for that, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Whether, whether I, I don't mean to hurt you, yeah. it's just going to hurt because <laughs> we're big guys. I don't think people realize, or I'll say this, the athletes that were there, the level of and the size of them, extremely great athletes and just big boys. Um, yeah. Sean O'Hara was there when I was there. Yeah, um, Chuck Plum was Chuck there too because they were the yeah. yeah. Chuck so, was one of my partners. He's an amazing guy. 
the, like all those guys were, and they and they're actually some of the ones that made it through there. Yep, because they have that same kind Talk of talk about that didn't make because when when uh, Shane McMahon um, came out and he talked to me, he talked to me and a couple other bodybuilders at the time mm-hmm. uh, that were in the magazines on the covers because it's 1992. I'm jumping back now to when I when W WF at the time was talking oh, yeah. to me. And uh, so they brought a whole bunch of us bodybuilders, not a whole bunch, four of us bodybuilders out mm-hmm. there. And uh, we went to Stanford out there and, and met, met Vince and did all that. How was that? That was How cool. How was that experience? I mean, the, the office was cool with the cowhide <laughs> chairs back then. Um, Your encounter with Vince McMahon. Like yeah. the, it was cool, though, because I'm just sitting it there. Is. It was just me, Shane, um, one other person. Uh, the head of development, I think it was at that time. Okay. I don't know who that was. I, for, I forgot his name. Um, and, and then Vince. And we were just talking about it. Was it J.J. Dillon at that time or Jim Ross? Jim Ross. Okay. Yep. Um, is it, wow. There's the <laughs> name, right? Jeez yeah. Louise. <laughs> Dating ourselves. Um, but it was cool to, to, to be in that stuff. But then uh, the mind approach that I've always been an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then I did bodybuilding because I had a physique for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never started out as a bodybuilder. I started out more of a martial artist and power lifter. Um, so it was interesting to see my counterparts, as soon as the, the ribs started hurting from running the ropes and stuff like that, they were out. Yeah. They were done. Nobody went out. And I just kept going. And then uh, other guys through the years would go out there to camp. And I'd tell them, hey, just be mentally ready for this, this, and this. And then I saw them break. And I'm like, how do you guys break? I mean, it's, it's not for everybody. They don't want to. They don't want to do something that pushes them to a certain limit. Like it's. But still, the reward is so great. It is. It is. But, but just like anything else, the reward is good if you have a passion to get there. Like it's. I'm not, not going to hand it to you. It's not like I just went. Okay, you're Mike, and you're the best. Whatever, whatever. athlete or or bodybuilder, powerlifter. I just didn't go, okay, this is you, and I'm accepted. No, you worked your ass off, and you went through all kinds of, like this. It's not like I just went there, right? You have to do a bunch of stuff to get there. It's the same thing with this. You, For people to really get at the top of their game and to be to be some of the elite, if you make it to the main roster, I don't say the performance center because... And nothing bad about the Performance Center, but I'll literally take our camera guy in the Performance Center. But I don't know if he'll make it or not. You know what I mean? Because I don't know the level of passion that he has. So to, to be successful at anything, I feel you have to have a passion and a drive. And I don't care what, I don't care what's in front of me. I don't care how I have to get there. Other than just running, you know, being nasty to people, or that's never my way. But it's if I can work to get there, there's nothing that can stop me to get there. Like it's a passion, and I feel a lot of people nowadays don't have that kind of passion. If this hurts, why am I going to come back tomorrow and hurt again? Because <laughs> the, the end goal, I guess I, I can't relate with that. No, because I, I can only relate with how you're saying it. Because you didn't just make it. Uh, you became a superstar. You became a long career of doing it, and you became just inducted in the Hall of Fame. So it, it's the pinnacle of what is possible, and you did yeah. that. Yeah. And you and you're still here today in incredible. You're not, which I hate seeing. Is I hate seeing guys that I started with in the '80s, and they're so broken. Yeah. 
and this is broken 10 years ago or, yeah. or 15 years yeah. ago or, or 10 years after they started, and you're still crushing it. We worked out today and yesterday, and you yes, demolished it. Yes, I don't know. I feel I got crushed a little. I felt I felt really good yesterday. Like I was in such a high yesterday because, like I I know my son has been texting you, my wife, and everybody to get together and do this. So I was just through, I've been like everybody's making fun at me at home, and they go because I've been like literally like this for the past two weeks, knowing that we're coming out here. So yesterday I feel I was on such a high that we couldn't have done nothing that would have. Stop me. Today, today, today I got, <laughs> today we did back and kind of like towards the end, you got me a little bit. I'll, right. I'll freely right. admit you got All me. Right. You got me. All right. Because I was like, when we went and did abs after back, I went, I just want something else to hurt. <laughs> so that, that will take my mind off my lower back. But you love that challenge. I do. I do. Because, because I knew. I knew it was going to test me and I knew, and I know you're not going to go like, you're not that kind of person, nor would I, would I, if you were to come and ask me, Hey, I want you to train me, nor would I try to crush you the first day. I, you slowly work your way into getting there because you know, you've been doing this so long and like, I knew I wasn't going to match you on strength. I just wanted to be able to stay in that, that competitive realm because I dig competitiveness. I right? do. I, I thrive on it. I, yeah, I, I eat it we up. We wake up, and and I can see this in you because you, when you walk in and you smile, great smile. First of all, man, it's your energy and everything. We became best friends yesterday. Yes, I don't know. Yes, it's we just, did. It's a love affair. But it's I wake up and I try to explain to people that I'm a born gladiator. I need a battle every day and that's why I train at four in the morning well it's four in the morning I mean can't you train in the afternoon if I'm training in the afternoon it doesn't work for me because then it's this isn't my job working out my 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 workout is my meditation and my battle and I have to wake up every morning and go do that and I love that that tussle um, and, and that's it, what I was going to ask you or I, I was going to ask is the four o'clock in the morning is that like some people would say, well, yeah, you have, you do other things during the day. I want to get it out of the way and do it. Or is it just what you said? Is that because it challenges you or it tests you? Because uh, to be honest with you, I'm not a four o'clock in the morning trader. I'll, do, you are. I'll, I'll do it this week yeah. because I have something to look forward to. And like I, if you ask anybody, and I'm sure you got some um, tweets and stuff about how nasty I am yeah. in the morning. I, 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 I did get warned that you're not a pleasant man in the morning. <laughs> but it's different when, you, when you're going to battle. It's yeah. different because I wake up with a purpose now. I literally get up at 3.30 and go, yeah, I'm good. Let's go get it on. But, but, that's, but, I, but on the back side of that, I am not up 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like a, we're a, I train with my son, Austin. Um, we're like a 10, 11 o'clock trainers because I feel by then I've kind of got like my, my body is moving (laughs) and things are getting in the right direction. Plus I feel that's where I have, that's my battle zone. I feel that's my, my, my time of that. I feel that's when I feel the best. Yeah. But I feel, and I don't feel like it. I think anybody should train when they feel the best. And and I think that's it for me. Yeah. Because I'm not that good of a sleeper either. 
you know, I'm not I'm not that good of a sleeper. I never have been because of my schedule, schedule for the yeah. past 30 years has been all over the place. You know, you're up until two. You've yep. got to drive somewhere. You can't sleep because you're so jacked up that you can't. And then you're you do a great match that night or something so blown up, yeah. and, you, and you try to come down. You, it takes forever to come down. Yeah, because I'm I'm very much a thinker. Like when I do stuff or work or training or coaching or whatever, I literally will lay there and go, okay, how can I coach better or what can I do with them that'll make them better? Because I have kids that are all over the place, all different levels. So I just have to make a game plan that works for everybody. Right. So I, so you just lay in the ceiling like this, going, "Okay, how can I do?" <laughs> it's so Man. bad. It's like we're, it's we're a, sick people. Yes, but we love it. Yes. Yeah. I just need to turn it off. I need a switch. Yeah. I need somebody. So okay. So you want to go to sleep? Hit the switch. Boom. Gone. Out. I go. And then hit it like I could have my wife come and flip the switch on and wake me back up. <laughs> back up. Um, when uh, when I go back to wrestling because uh, uh, it was something I always uh, could appreciate. Um, one of the hardest things was for me to at that time uh, I couldn't give up gladiators for something else because I was already signed. And mm-hmm. then when I got to Battle Dome and then I met I don't know who was over there in two thousand and one who was running WC uh, WWE at the time, um, uh, but Terry got back over there because WCW was bought up by mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. And so I was over there and, and The Rock and all this, and we're all talking and stuff. And Terry Taylor takes me over to the guy that was in charge at the time. And it was funny because I'm, I'm barely 30, I think, at the time. Um, and I just finished Battle Dome where we just crushed people. And I love the fact that I could look back at this. And he goes, uh, Terry goes, yeah, I want to get him going. And he goes, how old are you? And I go, 30. He goes, wow, you're way too old to start this. I love that. Yeah, how, how much did that piss you off? Late. It pissed me off. Yes. It pissed me off. Because yeah. I'm sitting there going, uh, and, and uh, it crushed me at that moment. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I just finished a show that was purely athletic, um, and he knew about the judo background and the bumps and all this stuff, and, and they wanted before. And then he goes, no, no, you're way too old. And I'm like, oh, wow. And that just, it fired me up. It fired me up because now I'm looking back 20 years, you know, and, and it was like, wait a minute, I'm still going here. I'm still crushing yeah. it. And, yeah. and so I love the fact that I, I got to continue it. But it's a tough, tough industry. It is. And, and a lot of people think that age has something to do with it. Because most, like you said, most people are broke down by the time they're in their 30s. Yeah, and right. Because they do silly stuff. And they don't know how to, they don't know they're doing stuff for themselves. They're not doing it for the audience. Like I go out there and I make the audience happy. I could care less who's, who I'm wrestling. Uh, you could be three times better wrestler than me, but I promise you won't be over more than me. Right, right, right. <laughs> because I know how to play. And it's not manipulating the people. Nope. It's making the people enjoy good. what I'm doing and have them involved. Like it's. For me, wrestling, yes, wrestling is wrestling, and, and but it's about the people. Because I'm not going to wrestle wow. in an empty building. Mo's here right now. Mona's here right now, and she's going to verify this. Um, so I travel the world, and I guest pose more than most. And so I'm the like top four guys in the mm-hmm. world guest posing. And it's interesting because... It's the same approach, which I didn't know you. I, I, I mean, I know that you're putting it over. You got to put it over because you got to do that. <clears throat> Most of the guest posers will go out and they'll pose on stage, 
and then they'll walk off, and I'm like, that, that's so not. You're just kind of showing them a physique, whatever. So I'll go out there for about 20 seconds, then I'm going to jump into the audience. I'm going to start picking people up, start posing with people, make guys take off their shirt and pose with me, and interact with the audience. And that's why I'm traveling more than everybody else. And Seven, I talk Bingo. to them, and I say, Bingo. it's how you make the people feel more than you out there going, I am great, and I'm on stage, and I'm beautiful. Eh, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, because it's not entertaining. It's not entertaining. The same thing. <laughs> I got a feeling I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Minus the body. Minus the animal <laughs> Because it's the same thing. That's why I work more now than I did back when I had a full schedule. I mean, yeah, I used to work 300 days out of the year when we were running hot attitude air and the hottest time in wrestling, sell out everything in two minutes. You know, right. if, it went, if it went longer than two minutes, it was bad. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, I was in the hottest air. But if you look what if you look what the and wrestling changes just like everything else, just like bodybuilding. Change. The way I train is different because things don't work like they used to, and and like my flexibility. And we talked about this a little bit is trying to make that better. It's not like I want it to go do that. It's right. just injuries and stuff catches up with you, and then you kind of you kind of back away from those things and go well. It's not going to get better if I get away from it. Right. So now right. I've got. So now I've got to go the opposite direction and jump back into it. But it's. But I work more now because of that reason. Because people want to see me. Because they don't want to see wrestling. I can. I'm going to watch. If there's seven they matches, I'm going to see six matches where people are just going to go. I'm better than you. I'm going to get all my shit in and I'm watch what I do. And I'm like, like how do. Like, you're talking to him and have no idea that there's, whether there's 20,000 people or 20 people out there. Like, you have to make them feel engaged in what you're doing. Like, just going out there and wrestling doesn't mean anything. Like, there's people that paid money. If they didn't come to see you and don't know you're there, how, if you just go out there and do a bunch of wrestling moves because they're going to see six more matches, going to have the same wrestling moves, so by no means be different, so that you're forgettable within two minutes. Like, I am not forgettable. I have always looked at it this way, like, yeah, you might come to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the only one you'll remember when you leave here is me. And that's not going to be for my wrestling. I've never, like, you can ask Austin. I've never went out there and go, hey, I'm the best wrestler on the planet. No, but I'm an entertaining son of a bitch. I'll tell you that right now. Like, people (laughs) did, like, they, because they just want to be involved. If I've got to take my wife and all my kids, and I, like, I love wrestling, but if I have to take my wife just because she's not going to let me go by myself, and then I've got to take all the kids, so I've already spent $200, and you don't pay attention to me, and I don't feel like I'm involved, yeah, that's the last time I'm ever coming. Yeah. Yeah, you're I get a showman. Excited. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I get excited quick. No, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you I can, get excited you can quick. See the, you can see the passion that you have for this. Yeah. And let me ask you. Um, we talked about it earlier about uh, we're going to work together, and I'm going to put you on a nutrition plan, and we're going to get you better Buddy. than ever. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, <laughs> and Austin's going to do it too, right? We, we might not be best friends <laughs> now, but yes, I don't know if I might test your I might test your skills a little bit. Because <laughs> um, I'm curious, you are a genetic freak. Uh, you're somebody that has looked good for so long, and, and um, I understand that people don't last that long. I understand that the, the bodies break down, and, and the first thing that goes is the mental state. I'm 30 now, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't lift heavy, and that's a common thing that I hear. Um, but you are a genetic guy that has been a beautiful body out there on TV forever, a career. Um, 
you tower over me. You're bigger than I am. And, and what I love is that you are showing my approach uh, to longevity. And, and we never really talked about all that stuff. But you do the sim- there's, there's things that are in you. The passion. The belief not to be average. Uh, uh, the not accepting what everybody else thinks. All these things is more than the lifting and the nutrition. Yeah. I think those things are more of why you're still doing what you're doing. Because it's just, it doesn't come into your mind. It, yeah. it doesn't even appear there, which I No, love. it doesn't pop in there at all. And, and that's... So I never have those doubts. I don't like because so I don't dwell on them. I don't listen to other people. I just be I'm me. You got a bad shoulder. We're gonna get it better. Yes. You know you got banged up. I get it. We're gonna get better. Yeah, and it's like the owies. You're I'm gonna get them. Like it's just gonna happen. I wish that they wouldn't happen. Like we all wish. I wish my shoulder didn't get ripped in half. I wish I didn't break my neck. And I wish all these things didn't happen. But they do. But it's it's. It's how do I overcome that now? How do I get past that? They said like when I when I broke my neck um, that my radial nerve would never come back. Like right. I would never have a tricep or anything. Yeah, it's. It, but I don't. But I don't think like that. And and yeah, my mind and muscle connection is not really completely there because I do still have a little. But as long as I can get there and I can kind of think about it and I just push through that, I refuse to think that it won't come back because it, it will it will if i if i mentally set myself if i take it and go oh it's not going to come okay cool then i just won't worry about it that's that doesn't that's well, not love that's it. not cool i've met so many genetic freaks that didn't continue uh that had everything well minus the mind Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that I, I'm sitting across from a genetic freak uh, that has the mindset and the passion, and you just you use it. You use it in a great way, and, and for the world to see. And I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. And I love that uh, um, this little monkey bone over here, Austin, got a hold of me and, and, and really made all this kind of stuff happen. And yeah, me too. Because they, they, because it's it's. It's like if, 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 if I'm stuck or, and I'm in a rut, yeah, I don't know everything, but I know people, I know enough people that can get me by it. And I mean, when I, when I get in that, you want people at your same level or you want people that are good at what they do, not somebody that just tells you what you're good at what you do and you've done this a long time. And when I started getting more into the working out and finally after, you know, I'd say 54 years, 53 years, I finally figured something out a little bit about what I can do and what I can't do because I've like I'm not all the way there, but I know people that are like yourselves. It's just like, okay, I have this alley or I'm struggling here. Then I go to the source that'll get me there. You know what it's I mean? I don't go to a source that I think will get me there because that's not going to do me no good. Everybody knows how to lift. Like they do. Yeah. Like every, just ask them. They'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun this week, the two days to do just tweaking different things. Like today when we were doing back and we were doing the Titan pull downs and my legs were together. And then I, you said, no, 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 separate your legs. It was a total nut. Like it was like, oh my God. Like it was. You changed everything. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So, and it, but it's, but it's trial and error. 
You know what I mean? It's it's you have to try something. You've done this, and you know how to. Do, you can literally make your body do whatever you want whatever it to want. do. Yeah. But it's it, but it's from it's from like it's just a passion. Like I love to do what I do, and I love to find new things. It's just like we were talking about earlier. This isn't the right way. It isn't the wrong way. It's just a different way. Yeah. Like I'm not going to teach you any moves that you don't know how to do. Like I'll, I can teach, like when I teach all my kids, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not telling you that I'm going to teach you something new. I'm just going to show you a different way to go about it. That's all. <laughs> Simplest thing. Yes. But you're, you're, do you think most of this is maturity that you're willing to learn or have you always been that way? I've pretty much always, from the time I can remember, like even in high school and junior high school, like when I couldn't do something, like I'm, like I never really played, like I rodeoed my entire young life. Like I trained horses. I went to college on a rodeo scholarship. I had 20 something football scholarships and did, but it wasn't like when me and my dad talked, I said, well, that's the way he goes. Yeah. But are you going to be happy? And I went, ah, Uh, that's kind of cool. Yes. It's very cool. So I went, ah, you know, I really want to do this. I, this is something I want to ride bulls. I want to ride bulls for college and stuff. And I have one. Yeah. And he goes, you've just answered it yourself. You don't need to, but, but it's like when I started playing football, I was, I was not good. Like I was athletic and could get it, but I wasn't good. And then by the next year, I was an All-American. I just had, it's just, I feel it's something in you. Like it's, yeah. it's not nothing I can teach you, I don't think. It's just a desire to be better every day. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to, yeah, I could probably now retire and sit and play golf. Never going to happen. It's not. Not even going to happen. You don't even ask it. I know you're not going to. There's no possible way you're going to you stop. Yeah, I mean, even from a young age, it's always been that. I've always done that thing to where, like, I'm not good at this. Well, why am I not good at this? I can be good get, at this, and I will be good at I will be good at this. That's huge. But once, the problem is, the cool thing about wrestling is, and I don't mean this to sound egotistical or arrogant or nothing, but when I played other sports, I could be really good at them really fast. Like, it took me no time. Like, when I mindsetted myself to get there, I could get there. Wrestling is the one thing where I constantly learn every day. Uh, I learn. you growing the whole time. Yes. Kept like you interactive. This is, it yes. you. Yeah, because you, like, it's funny because the first, like, one of the first times I met Vince is he literally said, and you would think, if anybody knows everything about wrestling, it would be Vince McMahon because he's been very successful a very long time and he's just good at it. Right. He's really good at it. (laughs) The best on planet Earth at it. And he said, you know what? I don't know anything about wrestling. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I think that's kind of what's driving, because it literally... Wrestling in the 80s is not like it was in the 90s. The 90s is not the attitude era. This era is not the attitude era. And everybody, like everybody wants it. God, I wish it could be the attitude era again. I wish it could. It's not going to. It's not going to. So stop wishing. Move forward. So, and it just constantly moves. And I can't be, yes, I came up in the early 90s. So yes, wrestling was different. All these kids doing flips and dives and all that stuff. Do I agree with it? No. Will it work? Yes, if it's done right. But they literally just want to go out there and go, here, I know all this stuff. Watch me go. Well, it's, okay, no. That's, that's <laughs> no. Not. 
but I've got to be willing to change because I do have a new job with um, AEW, which is a new wrestling company. The cons own that own the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're starting oh, wow. um, All Elite. And I'm now a head coach, their producer coach. And all the, all the people in there do all that stuff. Like, I don't have to agree with it, but I've got to be willing to change. Right. So me changing is not giving up what I feel is right. It's how do I, how do I interact myself into what you do to make you a huge star? My job is to make you a star. If you listen to me, like what we were talking about earlier, is personalities. We all have different personalities. I've got to deal with all kinds of different people. Right. One I can yell and absolutely grill to death, and they'll, they'll learn. If I were to do that to... Somebody else. Somebody man. over here. They would literally crawl in a, sh- a shell and call HR and go, yeah. he's mean to me. <laughs> Please fire him. But so that's what I mean. You have to deal with all different kinds of personalities. So if so, when I deal with people, it's just getting them to trust me and believe in me that I'm not going to steer you a wrong way. I'm not, I would never sabotage you. Nor Yeah, I'm going to take some of your stuff away. But I'm not taking your stuff away to make you fail. I never want you to fail. I always want you to succeed. I want everybody around me to succeed. Because if they succeed, I'm a huge success. <laughs> but it's... But it's the trust. I don't. I want to listen to somebody, and I'll listen to everything, because if I trust you, and I know that you won't, you're not out to harm me in any way. I'll sit here just like this and listen to you. But if I don't trust you, I'm listening to you like this. I back Backward. away from you because you're like too, <laughs> you're too much right now, and I don't trust what you're telling me. And that's, and that's just, that's dealing with all that. And it's, and it's, it's a great challenge for me. And it challenges me every day because kids these days, other than mine, thank God, mine's not like that. Would you got some great kids? (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. I do. I do. They're, they're, they're they're great guys. Thank you. Um, they're amazing. And, but it's, ah, yeah, it's just so, it's so exhilarating for me. That's what keeps me 55 young. (laughs) We got to stay as young as we can until we pass. Yeah, and that's the goal. Yeah, We're just having and fun have with fun. us. And have fun. My with wife us. goes, "I'm gonna love the day that you grow up," and I'm gonna go, "No, you won't. Yeah. You will never like that." She goes, "You're probably You're, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna grow up someday." No, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> we are. Um, we're gonna continue to train this week. We're gonna train tomorrow. We're gonna do some guns with oh, the guns. Yes. Mr. Mr. Tricep over there. Yeah, he's, he's been posing. He's posing because on he me, had, though. Because somebody, made, uh, a good friend of ours, I'm Ferlin um, Bailey, he's an IFBB pro, and an ex-pro, and he made the mistake of putting him over with his tricep. He goes, that's thick. Once you know, you get some development. I and went, now it's just stuck. It's like it's like uh, this, this all the time. It's, <laughs> it's this. I'll like I'm going to break you it. tomorrow. <laughs> break you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna do some uh, some hams and uh, some ass oh, on Saturday. We gotta buddy. do the ass, right? You gotta do you the gotta, ass. I gotta do the, the ass. The last day, we gotta get get some ass in there. I got so. some pink shorts I'm gonna wear, so I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, be good. I love it, man. I love that you came in town. I love me that you too. Hang and, out with and, me. Yes. Um, oh, buddy, and, I can't uh, even tell you how long I've been wanting to. I've just because it got canceled the one time because my wife had to go away and I had to stay home and watch the dogs. And, like, I was so depressed. <laughs> like, I think that was the only time I just kind of, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're so, on now. We are we're on. on. We're on now. We're on. And, and, it's, and it's 4.30 in the morning on, too. 
brain. And really. I have yet to come in with a grouchy face. You have. You have, man. You've been really happy. I love it. <laughs> Brother, I love you, man. Yeah, man. You've been incredible. Thank you thanks so for much. Doing this. Yes, good. No, thanks, thanks for, for hanging out all week. Of course. Yeah, we'll come out there next. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>